Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Matcha Diaries. Your favorite podcast with your favorite hosts. <laughs> Cara and Leo. Woo. You know what? I think we should just own it. That's how we're going to start every episode. <laughs> okay, from now on. We'll, we'll work on it so that it becomes even smoother every, every episode. Yeah, it's just decided now. It is the way it is. <laughs> we're super excited about this episode, though, because we're talking about... I mean, it's kind of depressing, but... <laughs> <laughs> we're super excited to be talking about friendship breakups. It's such a uplifting topic, really soothes the soul. I just think it's very juicy. <laughs> it is a little bit juicy and this is a uh, the format of this episode is gonna be nothing like we've done before yeah it's just us like reading reacting maybe relating or just giving advice to situations even though i mean i feel like it's not a situation to give advice on because it's over yeah so. that's true okay so for everyone who doesn't follow us on instagram which um by the way you should um we asked for people to kind of submit their friendship breakup scenarios and send them in either via kind of like the question box or for longer ones via dm so we're just going to be reading them we haven't read any of them yeah so this is going to be like blind reacts i'm very excited i'm currently sharing my screen with Kara over facetime (laughs) so we're reading the exact same thing at the same time (laughs) yeah which is quite nice it's kind of confusing for me though because i'm like is this my phone what is this (laughs) It's so odd. I didn't even know up to a couple of weeks ago that you could share your screen. We tried to make an avatar on Instagram last time and we wasted so much time. Where did that go? (laughs) We made an avatar (laughs) and we had no, we have no access to it. (laughs) Like, I really don't know. I don't know where it is. (laughs) It was like midnight as well when we were doing it. We really should have been like sleeping. We're slightly delusional. Instead we were creating an Instagram avatar who looked cute by the way. We gave her like a green hat and everything. And glasses as well. Yeah and glasses. Oh she was adorable. (laughs) I hope that Instagram or if any of you have created an Instagram avatar let us know like how you can use her because I haven't even seen like yeah we can't even like react to messages with the avatar or anything. Like I'm confused. Like we just made it and I was like okay bye. (laughs) (laughs) You just spent half an hour to an hour of your life doing nothing (laughs) wasted our time also my house is shaking right now i don't know why why i literally don't know i i have no idea can you bury wait i can actually show you sorry i know this is distracting but look can you see my laptop shake no but you can you okay you can see it here look (laughs) can you see all the vibrations yeah i can that's from the house shaking (laughs) what it's good weather as well. We'll find out. Might be the washing machine or something. <laughs> oh, it's always the washing machine. I hope it doesn't affect the sound, but oh well. Right. Should we get into our highs and lows? Let's do it, girly. Do you, let's, you go first. Tell us. How have you been? How have I been? I'm trying to think. When was the last time we recorded? Probably last week. Time. I have no concept of time anymore, honestly. Yeah. I would say the high of my week was spending time with people and because basically I think I I thought I was more of an introvert which I think I've talked about before where like 
I felt like I needed to spend a lot of time alone to recharge. And I do think I still need that. But I think especially when it comes to like eating dinners together and stuff. And now that we're coming into summer, I was like, actually, I really enjoy just like being around people. Mm. Like, but that, and, and it's very important, like who that is. Like it has to be people that I don't feel drained by. And I just feel like I can be really myself around. Yeah. So I had loads of meal kits. I was basically stupid and like ordered, <laughs> forgot to cancel my meal kit. So I had like two meal kits arriving this week. So I have way too much food. So I invited friends around to come over like most days of the week, which was actually quite nice because then we just like cooked together. Yeah. And I really, I That's actually so did cute. enjoy that. And yesterday, completely impromptu, spontaneous decision on their part. My grandparents and my aunt and my cousin came to Brighton because my great grandma's in a home there and she's not been doing too well, but in this case it was actually so we went to Brighton to see them my aunt's also visiting me constantly (laughs) in in London (laughs) so it's basically been a lot of like people time but yeah it was really nice to to see them all yesterday yeah especially when it's family it's just exactly yeah and it was because it was so unexpected I didn't think I was gonna see my grandparents and my aunt and cousin like for a while still so that was really nice and I love Brighton I don't know what it is but I think even just like traveling outside of London sometimes even just like for a day yeah a little day trip and Brighton is so vibey like the people are so cool there I think because it's such a uni town and everyone is has such like different unique styles yeah it's like very free I mean I haven't been I really I want to go but oh my we should do a day trip yeah let's do a day trip there with nice weather it's please <laughs> actually so easy from from where I live or, and even from Victoria Station I know it's like literally half an hour to an hour cute yes and so then I guess my low trying to think I think I've just been generally struggling which is a little bit the same as last week with overthinking in terms of the physical appearance side Mm. which has been very annoying because I know that it's completely pointless but I am just taking this because basically, if you guys didn't know, it's Mercury in retrograde right now <laughs> um, from the 11th of May till the 2nd of June. And I was speaking to, I kind of looked into it a little bit because I was intrigued. And then also I spoke to my friend who was very much into spirituality and yeah. interested in astrology. And basically this Mercury in retrograde is very much because it's all centered around like the planet, like communication and it kind of this one especially is kind of like drawing chapters to a close and bringing things up to the surface that maybe you haven't dealt with before and anything to do with that so and we the beginning of this week we actually did a tarot reading which was really lovely so I'm kind of just taking it as like these feelings that I kind of struggled with a while back a lot more are hopefully just like coming back now so that I can like once and for all deal with them and kind of like develop my toolbox more for how to deal with any sort of negative thoughts when they arise yeah and especially yesterday I think being in Brighton felt really healing and kind of I just had like because I had one moment where I was just kind of sitting because I was working from a coffee shop so I was just like sitting there eating my cookie and um, that's so cute my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just kind of thinking about and obviously again I think also like seeing old relatives kind of just like shows you just like the shortness of life mm. right of like how precious it really is and I was just like watching all these people pass by and I was just thinking how everyone is just so different you know every single person 
brings us like unique light and quality to the world and it's crazy that we should be comparing ourselves to other people yeah instead of just embracing everyone's unique nature exactly and kind of just like as we've spoken about quite a lot but like just like stepping into your own power and not dimming your own light before any you know it's like we diminish our own power before anyone else even gets the chance to which is so it's a shame that we do that it's a big shame and And i waste of time at the end of the day yeah and I, I really don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's my, that's the conclusion I've come to after this week. I love that so I don't much. have time for those thoughts. And even because obviously we, we've spoken a bit about like changing bodies and maybe in a sense almost like changing identities, right? Yeah. Like for me, a big part of my identity growing up was always like being, this sounds really bad, but like being the smallest in a room almost. Mm. But even at this point, I would never be happy with my body even when I was really small yeah and I just like think back at that time and I'm like okay even though I now have to let go of that identity I have to just like bring back to my mind how I was never happy in those bodies either like in in the smaller body either so I think it's just like re-repeating kind of the things that I already know at the moment but like really bringing them to the forefront of my mind and really reevaluating like what do I actually want my life to be about and what do I want my priorities to be and what do I want my my mind and like my thoughts to be about in turn because at the end of the day I do think we have so much more control over our thoughts and thus like our reality and our perception of reality than we we maybe sometimes acknowledge yeah so that's kind of been like my thought process over the last couple of days of really I just want to use this time of negative thoughts coming up to actually hone it to being something good Mm, and and claiming your power back I guess at the end of the day yeah that's so deep. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> my my highs and lows are like so basic compared to that. <laughs> but I do get what you're saying. I mean, I had like a similar experience this week where, because I'm doing this like public speaking course type program thingy. And it's been like a full week of being put on the spot and like under pressure and mm. just like seeing how I react and respond to it. And like, I've always told myself, that like oh I'm not the best at public speaking and like that's not something that I'm good at and kind of like avoiding it but like but just being in a situation where I had a week of having to do it and realizing that actually you're not that bad like I didn't get any that's so good and just like having that situation made me realize that it's more that more what I tell myself rather than the actual experiences and even just like changing that mindset can give me more opportunities in the future just because of just because I'm believing more in myself, you know. So it's a good week of realizing that. My <laughs> my high is that I spontaneously bought flight tickets to go home. Hey. So I'm gonna see this time next week. I'll be at the airport going to go uh-huh. see my parents. Um, and Ed's coming with me, which should be fun. Uh, and I'm super excited. I'm working from there for a week and then taking a week off. So I'm just super excited about that. I didn't realize you were going to be gone for so long. So it's just like two weeks, but... What the hell? Yeah, so I'll work for one week and then, you know, the Jubilee week, we have like two days off anyway. So I took three days off so I can make that a week. That's upsetting for me, though. But then I'll be back. Trust me, it'll go by really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) You can come as well if you want. A little cheeky flight there. I wish. I'm going to Italy next week. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> so why are you upset about me leaving when you're leaving too? <laughs> I'm only going for a week. And you're going for two. That's so funny. Oh god. It's okay, we'll be reunited again and we can actually have a weekend where we see each other. Okay, let's let's make it a plan on the podcast live on air. Uh, <laughs> to hold ourselves accountable. <laughs> um that we're gonna see each other spend some quality time when you're back when i'm back me well facts um my low this week is okay this is kind of a crappy low but i've it was the first week where i've gone into the office more than once so it was like my first taste of like what commuting every day would be like and the first day is always fine like I can do it once a week but when it's just so much time on a train it like I literally felt like I wasted so much of my week just commuting and it was just a shit feeling to have um so it wasn't fun and made me think that if we ever were to go back to more days in office I'm not gonna be newbie honey that's not happening and also, I'm sorry, it's so crowded. Like, whoever says London commuting's fine is not. It's crowded and people coughing in your face and pushing each other. And ugh, it's annoying. Who's ever said London commuting is fine? <laughs> London commuting. People that convince themselves so that it's worth doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I also went into the office today. Uh, not today. It's Saturday. <laughs> they make you work um, on a Saturday. Leo, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I went into the office on Thursday, and and yeah, it's just crazy. Like how much earlier you have to get up, how much later you get home. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, it just does suck a lot more life out of you than than working from home. Yeah, it's like I have to leave the. Like, I leave the house at 6, and then I get home at 6 a.m., and then I get home at 8 p.m. Yeah, that's rough. Which is so rough. And that's, like, if I don't do anything after work. And most of the times, people... Like, most of the time, they want to go for drinks after work. So then, I'll, then I'm home yeah. at 11 p.m. <laughs> so, that's fun for me. I feel like definitely when you look to move, that should be a priority of, like, keeping your commute as short yeah. as possible. No, that, no that, that's definitely a priority. Um, and also, like, train tubes are not consistent. Whoever says that as well. like, And, like, the idea that, like, oh, it's fine. Like, if you miss one, you can get the, another one. I'm sorry, no. Tubes. And, like, the the awkward wait in the middle of a... Between one tube stop and the other when it stops. And then they're like, sorry, there's, there's a delay. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, stop it. No, the worst is in the mornings when it's just so busy so that people can't even get on the tube. So it's just, like... You have to be really lucky to be at the front at the doors. Otherwise, you're going to be left on the platform. Uh, isn't that the worst feeling as well when the doors close and you're like, hum, <laughs> and you just watch it go by? Let's get into the episode, shall we? Yeah, so, sh- so we got like a few short ones, like what's like little snippets. And then we also got the long DMs. So we're going to go through the short ones first and then get into the the longer ones. Do you want to read the first one then? Yeah, should we take turns? Yeah, yeah, we'll take turns. And then I think some of them are like multiple, like the same person, but they did it multiple times. Okay, so the first one is stop texting me over lockdown or hung out without in the summer. What does that mean? With 
It's like W slash O. Oh, without. <laughs> so they, her friends started hanging out without her in the summer. Yeah, they stopped texting her over lockdown and they all hung out without her in the oh. summer. Oh. That's actually so shit. So that feels like a non-closured breakup. Yeah. It's like, do you know why? <laughs> like, was there a reason or? That's so shitty. Yeah, because I feel like it feels like ghosting, but you should never be ghosted in a friendship scenario. Yeah, I do know that like over lockdown, a lot of people, you you either went one way of like making the effort mm. to call once a week to do like these Zoom calls and like quizzes and like that kind of stuff, or you went the opposite where you like, I guess because you're not making plans to see each other, it's like, what's the point of texting, you know? Um, yeah, that's also true. I guess it's like a question of was it like a natural drift away? Mm. You know, because sometimes there's just like no effort from both parties. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you're never going to be friends again. Maybe it's just like temporarily. You just yeah, like and then texting. once things get go back to normal, then you make like the effort to see each other. And then either you go back to normal or you just realize you're different people. But like not much can change, yeah. I think, in lockdown. <laughs> like you... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I do think people change a lot over lockdown, actually. Mm. But in terms of, like, friendships, I think, like, as a person, you change. But, well, it depends on if the friendship was toxic and then you realize that over lockdown and you're like, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I look back at my friendship group before lockdown, obviously a lot of people have stayed the same. But my friendship group, like, dynamics are completely different after lockdown than they were before, actually. That's true. I mean, we became closer over lockdown so yeah that's quite interesting yeah i do feel like it brought some people closer together but again it's also like considering how much effort did you put in like did you continue texting or did you you know you have to also give something if you're mm. you know expecting something as well it's always like a two-way street yeah definitely yeah i want to i want to know more about the situation <laughs> we need more details please <laughs> wait <eight> more. <laughs> right the next one is I left my friendship group because one girl in it was really toxic and she left different people out a lot. Interesting. I mean, I think good for you. Like, if you realize that yeah. someone's toxic and is, like, not being inclusive to everyone, then, like, good for you to be like, yeah, that's not the environment that I want to be in. And, like, making that choice to leave. Because um, also, like, if you if it's one person but everyone's letting her treat other people like that then do you also want to be friends with people that can just like support toxic and bad behavior yeah i fully agree i feel like you sometimes need to know how to how and when to set up your own boundaries and like when somebody is not giving you the best energy or like not because we've spoken about this before right like you're the energy you're a combined a combination of like all the people that you spend time with Mm. so even if it's one person and the other people because again, that doesn't mean that you never see those other people again. Like you could always try and meet up with them individually if you still like them. But then again, yeah, if they're all sticking to that person who in your mind kind of was behaving toxic, then also that's a signal to you that maybe they weren't ever true friends to you. Yeah. So good for you to do that. Yeah. And you'll find better friends and uh, a friendship group where nobody's toxic because that's yeah that's such a bad environment to be in to maybe even like fear oh if i piss this girl off then she might you know <laughs> leave me out or i might be excluded like, i'll be next of... <laughs> yeah like that's such a bad space yeah, to be in not a vibe not a vibe you want to be in not a vibe next one is i had three best friends but two of them got into a relationship but later <laughs> split up <laughs> equals no friend group oh no oh my god no 
I, that's actually awful. I I love this. I find this so funny. But also, it's kind of sad that like you couldn't stay friends with them separately. Like th- that you felt like you had to. I mean, I guess I guess like if your whole dynamic was that you all hang out in a group, then then fair yeah. enough. But to be fair, we don't know. Maybe he's still friends with them individually. But I guess yeah, you can't stay in a friendship group. If, no, it's like, it's probably not a friendship exes. group. But I hope you. <laughs> I hope you still are friends with them separately because it's a shame yeah. for you to like lose those connections just because they don't get along anymore. But yeah, I mean, everyone knows that like you shouldn't get with someone in your friendship group. <laughs> like it makes things so awkward and so complicated. But people do it all the time. And then again, at the same time, I do think meeting people through friends is some of the best ways that you could. Meet I mean, think of like every TV someone. show as well, like Friends. They all get yeah. with each other and then, <laughs> um, like, How I Met Your Mother as well. So I guess it's more common than we think or like to admit. I think it's super common. It makes sense because, like, you get to know people. and Yeah, you, you spend so don't... much time with them. Yeah. And then especially at the beginning, like, I don't know. I think you just start seeing people differently maybe or, I mean, we're just, like, males and females if we're single a lot of us like thinking about sex all the time or like <laughs> romantic relationships and seeing everyone as like potential partners yeah you know <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> and I feel like okay this is maybe a hot take this is maybe also just a theory based on absolutely no scientific evidence <laughs> but I feel like men very easily from personal experience <laughs> develop feelings with close female friends yeah like not only from my personal experience but like from a lot of my female friends that I've like that I've spoken to it seems to be like a common theme of like you get really close to a guy you think you're just friends and then the guy develops feelings and then yeah like either obviously sometimes it works out which is beautiful but then a lot of the times it will then change the friendship dynamic or or kind of alter it and I spoke to this girl about this once who I didn't really know at all but she was saying that apparently there's this thing of like men not being used to platonic love Mm. so they sometimes then confuse it with romantic love when they're receiving it from females and then kind of automatically have like romantic associations with it versus females have obviously like are very familiar with the concept of like platonic love because our friendships are so emotional and deep and loving we were talking about this the other day weren't we where it's like we Mm -hmm. feel like we, we we were saying like we feel bad for male friendships because we we don't think it's the same as like female friendships just because I, they don't and this is again stereotyping because you might have a and male it's also friendship. obviously not all male friendships yeah but I think but like something we've noticed is that it it can be like quite surface level and like I've like spoken to Ed about his fr- his friendships and he's been like yeah like I don't know why we don't like dive deep and and everything but that's probably why then because when they eventually have a girl a friend that's a girl. Maybe she'll like allow him to express himself and like get to know himself be on a vulnerable. deeper and be vulnerable, yeah. and then that can maybe in his brain be like, "Oh my God, like I can be yeah. the best version of myself with that person." But for us, it's like we're like this with everyone. We we're like this with the girlfriends. <laughs> we're like this with you know. That's so interesting. I I bet there's like research out there that says uh, something about this. Yeah, I've had I've also spoken to girlfriends who've like then. And then, like, with their male friends, and even if it's then not romantic, but just, like, men kind of being really appreciative of, like, being given the space to talk about their emotions. Yeah. And then, and then that kind of, I'm thinking about a specific guy friend of ours, <laughs> who then had, like, one kind of deep emotional conversation with my friends, 
And then afterwards he was like, wow, I've never spoken about these things before. I've never thought about these things before. <laughs> Bear in mind, he's like 24. And he was like, oh, I'm going to like, and he was seeing this girl at the time. And he was like, okay, wow, now I have like so many things to think about. And he, for the first time ever, apparently had like a deep conversation with this, with this girl he was seeing. And he's was, so- and now he's, and now he's in a relationship. Oh, um, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think, well, this is again, where like, we talk about this all the time, but toxic masculinity just ruins everything everything (laughs) (laughs) for men and women alike because I just think it's so sad that men sometimes don't feel like they have the space to yeah to be able to be emotionally vulnerable Mm -hmm. and that that like yeah to make those connections we've gone off on a I don't know how we got into that but literally no idea but you know I actually moved I mean this was a different scenario but I moved in with like seven people at uni and we were all kind of friends no romantic stuff going on and then two of them also got into a relationship like a week after we moved in together which was also a bit awkward and caused like actually one week wow that's quick (laughs) yeah like you know the freshers week kind of period yeah they got together i bet they said they love each other like two weeks later (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't put it past it Yeah, it caused so much drama. Maybe one day we can talk about, like, we'll, we maybe we can do, like, a dedicated episode about, like, living situations. Because I think we've both been in... Oh, my God. I could do a whole <laughs> one month's worth of podcasts <laughs> on all the shit that I had to go through. <laughs> we should definitely we'll do, do that. that. Yeah, no. <laughs> right, the next one is... So, we were best friends at uni. We were living together, too. I hated living with her boyfriend as he was a nightmare. And then she isolated in her new relationship. Says brother. I said brother. No, he said boyfriend. (laughs) I'm gonna play this back and see if I said brother or boyfriend. Anyways. Hated living with her brother as he was a nightmare. And she isolated in her new relationship. We drifted apart. Probably I've done something too, of course. I still miss her and think about our friendship. There's no going back, though. Why is there no going back, though? I feel like there's a, yeah. there's a story here that was missed out. Mm. Because something, I mean, like, drifting apart is a shame, but I feel like that's something you can overcome. Like, if you make the effort to get to know, like, to just, like, talk about it. To re-get to know. Yeah, to re-get to know uh-huh. them. Yeah, because I feel like it sounds like you still, if you're, you're still actively thinking about her, I don't know when this was happening. You live together. That is, like, a very intense bond. I honestly feel like sometimes living together can, I think it either solidifies friendships or it like breaks them apart. You know, I don't think you're maybe meant to live with specific people. Like maybe they're just meant to be different friends. I know. And sometimes though, like you can be friends with someone but not be compatible to live with. That doesn't make you Mm -hmm. any less of friends. Exactly. It's just you have different living needs. I feel like there, yeah, there shouldn't be that expectation that like if you were to be if you are friends, that you will definitely be able to live together. That's completely unrealistic. Especially, yeah, it sounds like you were living with her family member as well, with her brother, which then automatically puts you, like, on the back foot because it's, like, obviously she's going to be sticking up for her brother or maybe, like, already be used to certain yeah, living tendencies of his yeah. or whatever it is. So then that puts you in a bit of, like, a, a back foot immediately. I, I want to know so much more about all of these. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like... If you're still thinking about her and you miss her, and it doesn't sound like either of you have done anything... Wrong, like, necessarily wrong. Yeah, or to hurt the other person. I definitely think it's maybe just, like, worth reaching out. I don't know how much contact you now have to her, but just, like, or where you live, but reaching out and being like, oh... If you live in different places now, being like, oh, 
haven't heard from you in a while I've been thinking about Mm. like our friendship recently and was just like wondering how you're doing maybe you're free to like FaceTime this week or something like that or if you yeah. actually live in the same city, like, me up for coffee or something. Especially maybe, when... You, who knows? Maybe she's thinking the same. Mm, especially when you say, like, she isolated in her new relationship. I know most of the time people don't do that intentionally. Like, it's almost like you get stuck into this, oh my god, new relationship. I need to put so much time and effort. And subconsciously, or, like, indirectly through doing that, you do distance yourself from friendships. And I think sometimes when you're in that zone, it's hard to notice until later. So... And then maybe it feels too late to reach back exactly. out. Exactly. Because maybe then she's like, oh, I've messed this up. But I reckon if you ask her, she'll she'll probably say like, yeah, I feel so bad that that, that happened. Yeah. But obviously we don't know her, but... <laughs> Do you feel like you did that at the beginning oh of the god, relationship? Oh my god, definitely. I was completely like... Like, even my sisters were like, you were so annoying. Like, when he came on family trips and stuff, you were all over him. And I'm like... <laughs> it's when you're in the honeymoon phase, like, you really don't notice that yeah. you're doing it until then they become the norm and you're like oh shit wait I need to have more than just him like I need to have my friends (laughs) but also I I think also I mean I say this all the time but I was in that stage as well where I didn't really like trust friends that much so I didn't really want friends Mm. either so it was a bit of both of that but yeah no that makes sense I think I've gotten a lot a lot better at that and I don't I'm not like I feel like I don't talk sometimes I'm like I really don't talk about him I probably should mention him like being like he is okay by the way (laughs) (laughs) no I think um I mean I feel like it's normal you guys have been together for like a while now yeah but also you do so much with him like you live with him so yeah but like he's like I mean I'm talking to you now he's out with his friends right now so that's really nice like it's good to have that balance yeah I think it's really nice that he's out of the house (laughs) that's great Cora you finally have a day to yourself (laughs) no that's not what I meant but I think we've learned we've learned to like respect each other's time and boundaries and everything so yeah I think that's really important okay the next one is actually really sad um my high school best friend was forbidden to ever speak to me again by her abusive boyfriend we were too young to understand what abusive relationships were it breaks my heart to remember this that's horrible yeah that's so sad especially for like i can imagine for you the fact that you n- realize now like you're like you were too young to really understand what was happening mm-hmm. like i can imagine it looking at it now it's a bit of a shitty situation to be cause i feel like if that happened to me i'd be like oh I wish I had realized it so I could have done something about it. But obviously you shouldn't think that way because it's first of all, it's not what you have to do. And also when you're young, you don't realize these things. So I think never like blame yourself for that situation. But it, I guess it's quite sad that... I mean, is she? do you know if she, she's still with her abusive boyfriend? I want to know I really that. hope not. Yeah, I hope not. And like if she isn't, maybe try reconnect with her. Especially, and I guess it's even it must have been so painful at the time as well, like not really understanding what's going through, mm. and then just being like, I can't imagine like my best friend just stopping to speak to me because somebody's like forbidden her. Because then at that point, you'd probably feel a bit abandoned, like you know why aren't they standing up for our friendship more and everything? Mm. Because you don't have that perspective of like what it really must have been like for her, on vice versa. Yeah, and for her to actually feel like she has to stop talking to her best friend, like that's such yeah. a shitty situation to be in. 
And then it's just like making her feel isolated and then making her rely on her, like her boyfriend more. Yeah. So he has more control. That's that so sad. Awful, though. But I'm, I'm glad at least that you can look back at it and like realize the situation for what it was. Yeah. The next one's quite sad too as well. It's, this person says, I constantly used to overthink whether they actually liked me as a friend. So I ended it. <laughs> I regret it. Oh, that is, that's literally what we talked about earlier is like when you overthink yeah, you things. you get in your own way. How you get in your own, yeah. And it stops you from being able to have the experiences that you want to have. So that's, I hope you you feel differently now and you know your worth and you know that whoever is friends with you is lucky to be friends with you. And I'm sure that they, I mean, I feel like people won't be friends with someone if they don't like them. <laughs> so. Yeah. And okay, I also feel like obviously sometimes it's hard to say that or see that about negative situations in your own life but I feel like everything like that like situation like this or the one before are really important in like teaching you those lessons so that you will, won't make those mistakes in the future again for like within those friendships who are, which are really gonna last mm. so for example with this hopefully then in the next friendship that you're going into you wouldn't make that mistake again of it's almost it's like we talked about in like the self-sabotage episode of like ending things before they can end it with you yeah you know yeah it, it, I would it is a form of self-sabotage yeah it's and it's protection at the end of the day it's all protection but I think that hopefully what you can take from it is that you know you kind of you are the only person actually standing in your way at this point and then that for the future you have to have trust that the people who are spending the time with you if they're giving you no reason to assume otherwise are there and like you know at this at the same time spending their time and energy because they actually want to be there and because they they genuinely like you and care about you yeah that's really sad as well do you want to read the next one? <laughs> oh yeah my friends gradually dumped me because they rather hang out with the people who used to bully me while we hung out lol they're also huge homophobes too well they don't sound like good <laughs> people at all <laughs> let's just put it that way <laughs> i mean <laughs> Yeah, I, if anything, like, congrats yeah. that you're not friends with them yeah, anymore. You want to be like, dumped by them. That, those, that's just not... Yeah, the, the people like that are not people that no. you need to have in your life. That just shows they don't have good values, you know? I also think this is a very... And I, I don't know what time frame this happened, but I think in high school as well, usually, like, the people that bully are, like, probably seen as, like, the popular or, like, the cooler group. So I can see... Like, I've had experiences where people stopped hanging out literally like this like people stopped hanging out with me to hang out with someone that literally bullied me to just be like i'm gonna steal your best friend and it's like okay cool like you do that (laughs) but i think when you're young as well it's it's harder to know what's right and what's wrong and like you they probably were thinking like oh this person's quite cool or they're all going through their own shit as well (laughs) yeah they're yeah not defending the situation but i can i don't think when I'm assuming that this is in, like, high school and stuff where people aren't rational and more likely to bully. But if this is happening now and in your, you're in your 20s and that's just, like, that's not At okay the same time, it's such all. a red flag that, you know, homophobic because I think that just shows... I think you have to have, like, the same <laughs> values in friendship groups. And I, you know, I just... Yeah. Well, to some extent. But, like, when it comes to, like core decency then yeah yeah exactly i feel like you have to have like the same level of 
valuing human yeah life. definitely <laughs> for example this is just like an, an issue that's come up like a lot in friendship in like conversations um with like about abortion with like roe versus wade mm. kind of being overturned in the u.s and i could not be friends with somebody who was pro-banning abortion like i genuinely couldn't i just wouldn't i don't think i could relate yeah i, I would um, obviously try and understand like where they're coming from but i i think if but that is the nature you know. of friendships, isn't it? We find people and we, we want to spend time with people that are more like us because it gives you a sense of, like, a group. Like, you belong to a group that act and think the same way. Yeah, so. I mean, it's not about, like, acting. It's not about being the same person. I think mm. it is about, like, having similar values, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you're not going to sit and have a nice conversation with someone that you don't get on with <laughs> because they have different, like, completely different beliefs and backgrounds. So, yeah. Not someone you want to be friends with. <laughs> so I'm happy okay. for you that you're not friends with them. Should yeah. I read the next one? Yeah, I hope you're not pining after them because they were not true friends in the first place. Yeah. So this one says, my best friend from day one of secondary school stayed friends with my toxic ex that I dated when I was 17. We talk now, but it's never going to be the same as it was. She's still friends with him. I feel like, first of all, I'm interested... Um, Obviously, I don't think that's... On paper, this isn't something that I would expect a good friend of mine to do. But then also, I'm interested if you had conversations when you broke up with your ex, with your friend, about, like, how much he hurt you or how toxic he really was to you. Mm. Because just trying to see the other side, it could be that she didn't have a proper insight into how bad it really was and she kind of That's thought so oh it's fine for me to stay friends with him and then maybe you never voiced how you felt about it but then there's then obviously that causes a rift within you because you feel like she's like disrespecting your friendship so mm. being friends with your, your toxic ex when she doesn't really realize and then the rift just like grows because nobody ever communicates about it obviously this is me speculating like this is me just saying this could be true I have no idea yeah, like what yeah. actually happened because if it's the case of like she knows how toxic he was to you and she knows that it would hurt you to stay friends with him after you broke up then I think that but that speaks volumes of her as a person rather than you and also just like how much she values your friendship because it then can't be that much but yeah I, I, I do agree with you that like it might be a situation where she doesn't know because I feel like when you're in a relationship you can and then you break up with that person you know all those experiences that made them mm-hmm. toxic to you, but but it is a case of did you communicate that to her and does she know? Yeah, because sometimes you think sums are unspoken. Yeah, exactly. That made no grammatical sense. Some, some <laughs> and me there agreeing with you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I meant to say sometimes you think certain rules. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Go back, go back. Uh, sometimes you think like certain rules or... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, so things are unspoken agreements between friends and then you think they've like violated those unspoken rules. But sometimes like for them, the rules weren't ever there to begin with. I actually had a situation like this very recently. So where I think it was a lot about like miscommunication and kind of not having the same <laughs> unspoken rules yeah. about how friendships should go, mm. which caused issues. Yeah. 
I'm just laughing at Leo's face when she was saying that. <laughs> hey. Um, okay. Next one. She started to ignore me and overall was very toxic. We were friends for 11 years. That's such a long time. <laughs> Great reaction. Wow, 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No. <laughs> um, I had a situation not similar to this but my my friend from school I, maybe i've said this on the podcast where like she just like randomly started ignoring me for a week mm, you said and yeah oh you might have told okay. me this i don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> if i've mentioned it before i do apologize but yeah this so she was supposed to be my best friend when i was probably like from like fifth grade to ninth grade i would say and she first of all like I remember there was like incidents of like she would invite me to her birthday party and then everyone else was invited for a sleepover but me which is obviously hurtful because I thought she was my best friend or one one week in school like she literally just like stopped talking to me and I was like what the hell is going on like tried to talk to like some of our other friends and they also didn't know Mm. and then I spoke to her after and she was like oh it was because people hugged you first at school (laughs) um and she was like not happy about it and then she was like, I just wanted to give you a taste of, like, what that felt like. What um, a bitch. <laughs> needless to say, we did not remain friends. But I actually stayed with friends with her for, like, a lot longer than I should have. Yeah. I'm sure she's she's grown a lot since then. But I think she was quite yeah. insecure at the time. And obviously, I wasn't secure either. Yeah, but that's yeah. so bitchy. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't the best. It made me feel like absolute shit. Like, I remember crying so much when I was friends with her. Um, it's like she's playing god like oh i'm gonna you know let you know what it feels like to experience this <laughs> it's quite patronizing so, as well mm, yeah so i feel like the ignoring thing that that obviously but that's the thing i think it like for you it might seem like she's ignoring you from i'm not i'm just referring to the person that is messaging yeah. not you. but <laughs> for you it might be like oh my god she's ignoring ignoring me for no reason and like what the fuck is going on but she has probably convinced herself that yeah that there is there's a reason. a reason for her to ignore you and it's going to be the Maybe miscommunication even- of like you not knowing why she's ignoring you and her being like how does she not realize you know like it's probably mm-hmm. in- something that she genuinely feels you did wrong or a situation that she wasn't happy with but then there's the yeah. lack of you know, lack of communication that made that situation very toxic and it's just a shame maybe cause... she even thinks that you know <laughs> and she's like expecting something from you uh that's wow mind blown <laughs> but yeah i hope that you have stopped being it sounds like you stopped being friends because yeah. you said we were friends so i'm glad again that you're out of that situation because friendships like that really mm take more than they give and it's not worth it for you yeah and the same goes for the next comment we got where it oh hell yeah my friend my friend won't stop talking behind my back and she thinks i don't know but i know it all see for this i don't know if it's uh if you guys are not friends anymore because it seems like it's happening right now it sounds like it's happening right now which is not good (laughs) but i mean yeah that is awful. I feel like it's one of the worst feelings in the world to know that people are talking about you behind your back and it sounds like it's not something positive. So, And also if, if she thinks you don't know but you do know, are, are you planning to confront her about it or are you, like, what are you planning to do in that situation? But I do think you shouldn't keep being friends with someone that is doing this. Like, I think you should definitely confront definitely her. Definitely confront her. 
But because you have nothing to lose at this point, yeah. Like, literally worst case nothing. scenario, you lose her as a friend. She's a bad friend, anyways. Again, I obviously it's always more complicated than that because then it's like, oh, she might then start talking even more negatively about you and maybe like try turn other people against you, which I completely understand like those fears. Yeah. Again, why have I had a similar situation happen? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck. Um, this is making you realize I... that like so you've had way too many of these. <laughs> I have I talked about this on the podcast it was like this guy that I lived with no I I don't think you've even told me I think I did well basically this guy that I lived with uh, like one of the seven other people um was starting to talk to oh, like I do my kind story. of yeah <laughs> my like female best friend at the time and like another close guy friend and he she told me about it that he apparently kept being like aren't you upset aren't you pissed off that leo spends all of her time with her boyfriend and you know yeah i and i don't think i was spending all my time with him but obviously yeah exactly i was spending some time with him and maybe sometimes prioritizing him over friendships or whatever it was um or like going to pre's with my boyfriend or something like that so he was basically just i think just trying to <laughs> get them to agree with him and be like yeah yeah actually Mm -hmm. you know we are pissed off at leo and that is shit and whatever it was so she told me about it so i confronted him and we had this really long talk and i felt like okay we've cleared it all up and he (laughs) understood my point of view and all of this i mean this was also i think in either second or third year of uni so by this point Mm. i definitely because i think i went through a similar journey of like kara where at the beginning i think i was super focused on my ex but then i definitely think i started prioritizing friendships way more and i don't think that at this point i was actually spending too much time with my ex than versus my friends but yeah so i thought we'd cleared it all up and it was fine and then I went to pre's at my house and then I was going to leave to go to another friend's pre's who was also friends with my boyfriend at the time. So obviously, yes, I was going to go see my boyfriend, but it was more, you know, mm. I was just going to a different house. And I remember I left my house and then I was like, oh no, I forgot my keys. At this point, I was like already a little bit tipsy. So I went back in the house to pick up my keys and I hear him talking about me in front of, like, to everyone at the priest table. What a and douche. It genuinely felt like some scene of the movies. Like, I was like, oh, my God. And I had to go into that room to get my keys. But that's so kind I of also, to- like, a boss moment to, like, go and get your yeah. keys and be like, you know what? I fucking heard you. You've been caught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just went in. I was like, oh, I forgot my keys. Obviously, everyone knew that I'd heard. Oh, my God. I bet it was so awkward for everyone just yeah. watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made some comment of, like, nice chat sort of thing and I just like (laughs) I took my keys and then like my my I remember like my friends like ran after me and then we were all like crying because you were like dramatic uni people (laughs) (laughs) good for Um, you though to like not like to go in and like own that and be like well nice chat guys and then like leave (laughs) I yeah I remember that that was not that nice but yeah needless to say I'm also not friends with that guy again. <laughs> like, I have not been friends with him. Yeah. Don't think he was ever a real friend. No, definitely so. not. The next one says, My ex BFF did belie- didn't believe that my long-distance relationship will last. She made an Insta post about it. That is... I don't know if I should say what that word. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. That's so bad. What the hell? 
for someone to make a post, a public post about it, that's just dra- dr- like completely dramatic and just. Does she have nothing in? Or she, I don't know if it's a she or a he. Do they have like nothing interesting to post about? Like, why would you make a post about? Or just like else's nothing better to do? Place? And if you genuinely feel like that relationship won't last, and you or you wanna properly communicate it to that, first of all, it's none of as much as you're friends with that person, it's none of your business what their relationship is and like how if whether it's gonna last or not. And your opinions at the end of the day, at the end of the day, are just opinions. But if you actually wanna say something to be like, well. Like in a caring way, communicate it privately. Why are you posting about it on Instagram? Yeah, I'm glad you're saying ex BFF because that again is not a good friend. Yeah. Again, I don't know the situation with like your long distance relationship. If like she had some like genuine cause for concern. Yeah, if again, she's concerned. If she did, there's a way to d- say it. Yeah, that was not the right way to do it. No. I want to see the Instagram post. Please send us a screenshot. Oh my god, share it <laughs> with us, please. Please. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. Like, how would you make an Instagram? That's just embarrassing for you. Like, yeah, as in, like, for her. And, like, like why what would you was make the photo? Was it a photo yeah. of, like... Of them? <laughs> of the couple? Of the couple? That's or so is it weird. a photo of, like... Of her? Of her, like, holding your picture and being, like, what the... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> People are weird. Or was it just, like... Or was it, like, a sly caption? Like... Yeah, was it indirect? Little... Yeah, was mm. it, like, a... What do you call this? Like, a... A dig, or what do you wrong word i feel like i'm like a boomer trying to find the right word do you know what i mean <laughs> like a sh- throwing shade uh, yeah <laughs> throwing shade <laughs> do you know what i mean i know what you're trying to say but i can't even think of a word on the top of my head <laughs> so i wonder if it's some if it was like a caption like when people think long distance relationships <laughs> i don't know yeah or being like oh i don't want to assume whatever no i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah gone with the wind shall that friendship be and that girl needs to that person needs to address some issues in themselves yeah. <laughs> because god post about something different okay next one she was constantly trying to create beef between me and another friend of ours so she wouldn't feel like we were better friends than with her at uh. first i didn't do anything but then she started telling lies about me when the three of us were literally all together then I told her that I was done and we were over and went home. This is so common. I, friendships where there's three people, there's always going to be... Well, if it's if it's a childish friendship and like maybe when you're a teenager and you feel like you have to fight for the attention of other people, this is bound to happen. I think when you get older, you realize that you can be friends with someone and they can also be friends with someone else. And yeah, they, they, there doesn't need to be a competition. But I can see it when you're younger that it can be a bit like threatening but that's yeah for someone to want it's just her own insecurity yeah it's her being insecure of like i want to make sure that she's not being left out yeah or anything which is sad that she feels that way but also she shouldn't be like creating beef between you and your other friend because that's also not okay you don't need that extra drama in your life yeah exactly like me and cara have i feel like we have some friendships with like people that we both know and it's just like we both know we have completely different it's friendships. different it's not like, even worth comparing yeah you can't compare friendships like every single friendship that you're gonna have is gonna be different from the friendship they have with the next person you know yeah. which is why i'm glad we're moving away i feel like as we're entering like our like mid-20s now i feel like ever since uni and school we were moving away from those terms of like best friend 
because I remember that caused so much like stress in my head when I was in school of like oh my god you know who's my best friend who can I put the label on (laughs) yeah it's so weird it's like a hierarchy of friendships when that's yeah I never used that word ever toxic I did (laughs) um or or like I wanted to and my dad was like honey no they don't exist (laughs) stop that's good okay your dad was helpful well to some extent yeah (laughs) (laughs) what gave me commitment issues whenever people were like you're my best friend I love you I'd be like thanks (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) i enjoy spending time with you too (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no yeah okay oh it went it went on oh shit okay she also said since then i decided to put me in my mental health first oh she also said by the way you are my inspiration oh my god thanks that's so (laughs) sweet thank you so much i don't know if we are good inspirations but we'll take the compliment (laughs) and and we're so glad that you put yourself first because that's always the best thing to do and it's just not a position where you want to be in where you have to like protect or be like watching out for your own back constantly because you don't know what a supposed friend is going to be saying to another friend like that's just yeah and again you'll find friends who you won't ever have to be concerned about that with definitely the next one is we really just grew apart due to physical distance and dif- differing interests. Differing, I do not say that. Different interests. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's very, that's very common. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, it's, it's sad and a shame, but also it happens. Like, yeah. Especially when you're transitioning from like high school to uni to working. People change yeah. so much and if you do still remain friends with the people that you were friends with in high school, that's actually more rare than it being the other way around where, like, you can be civil and, like, enjoy catching up, but that's the extent of it, I think. Yeah. I think it happens... I mean, it is sad, especially if you, like, treasured that friendship at the time, but I I just think it's a part of growing up, like you said. And I also think it's better to... Some people. Yeah, it's better to let the distance... uh, Let the friendship grow apart than trying so hard to still be friends with that person and then it just feels like fake and yeah you don't actually get to spend that you don't actually enjoy spending your time with that person because then you you're just going to resent that person so it's better to be like we had a great friendship i still care about this person like i'm always here to, to chat if they need to but we're different and that's okay yeah we don't have to spend every day with each other yeah, because I feel like that's sometimes with relationships as well. Because you feel like you have such a long history together. You, like, want to hold on to things. And, like, you want to keep putting effort in. Because you, like, don't want to see all those, like, memories and time, quote-unquote, like, go to waste or be for nothing. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I think that's good because you you then will fight for something. But I think sometimes it can get in the way of you being kind of objective in the way of seeing whether that person is still a good fit for you. Like, for the person that you are now. Okay, this we'll make this the last one we read because we've been talking about these small ones for a long time. Um, we finished school together. After five years of being each other's number one, she ghosted me. I still don't know why and tried so many times to meet up. She has never time for me. Um, I gave up on it. It's been five years. It still hurts and I'm trying to find healing. It messed me up. That's so painful. I feel like I can like mm. feel this person's pain like through the message. Yeah, definitely. Also, it's the lack of closure and you you really mm. not knowing why. And I, I do yeah. think it's really hard to heal when 
you don't have those answers. Like, you will never heal because it will always be a question in your head where it's like, why did that happen? Or like, what did I do? What did they do? Why do they, you know, all these questions. And not to say that you will never, not that you'll never heal, but it will be something that... (laughs) You were just like, you will never heal. (laughs) (laughs) No, you'll never fully heal because you will never have that full closure. But time and distance and new friendships and people that choose you and don't leave you, like those will build that trust back rather than that person. Does that make sense? You will heal. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like sometimes the idea of closure, I think is such an interesting one because I think sometimes we really want to hear from the other person mm. i think even in romantic relationships like oh why but why did we end or why did this happen and i think sometimes regardless of whether you're ever going to get those answers from that person because yeah maybe you'll meet up again in five ten years and you'll be able to talk about it yeah but i think regardless of whether you'll ever get the answers from them you're the only person who can give you the healing and who can give you the the space to move on from this like mm. you have to find it within you to I don't know try and find a way I think to forgive her to be honest and to realize because I think being angry at someone and Mm. holding like resentment towards them is really damaging for yourself because it doesn't hurt the other person because they don't know about it yeah (laughs) so it's just like negative energy eating away at you and be kind to yourself and know that you do deserve better and it's not uh, her ghosting you is not a reflection of you it's on you it's a reflection of her as a person so especially like it's been five years so you both were so like such different people back then I'm sure she did have her reasons for ghosting because even if it was just like oh maybe she didn't feel like maybe she felt like she was growing apart from you or you know there was something that didn't align which is obviously super hurtful and she should have done it in a different way but then again it's also you're a very different person now Mm. and you deserve to now move on with friendships which also which do completely want to be in your life yeah and I think sometimes I feel like we've all been in those situations where we feel like we need to move on from a friendship and sometimes and that's the hard bit is like I guess maybe sometimes friends will want to move apart from us and especially for younger I'm sure they don't always do it in the best way and it's so sad that like you've had to like that you're still holding on having to heal yeah Mm -hmm. that you're still having to heal from this which is again completely understandable i think friendships leave such like a deep mark on you they're so important and but yeah i really hope that you can i don't know kind of find forgiveness like for yourself and for the other person over time definitely i feel like it's a good i don't know it's a good place to end here but we could do a part two maybe next week on like the longer ones or like in the fu- or in the future because I do I'm enjoying this topic it's quite fun yeah and maybe actually just thinking maybe we can combine it with the sharing our stories about like living together with people and everything so obviously that's very much related to like friendship yeah we didn't think uh, we would be talking for this long but we do want to go through all the long messages because we're sure that those are more juicy and have more details. So hopefully we can have a better reaction <laughs> for those ones. But yeah, thank you for everyone who shared their stories with us. If anything, it brought, like, it, it was very relatable, for, I think, for the both of us. And in some way made me at least feel less alone. Like, okay, that's, everyone has a history with friendship dramas and... I guess in some way it makes us who we are today. And yeah, we're wishing you just all the 
happiness and we hope that you don't keep negative people in your life because (laughs) you should know your worth because you guys are all amazing (laughs) she woke up and chose facts facts (laughs) cars spitting the facts (laughs) but yeah no we really appreciate it um you sending in and kind of trusting us with your your experiences yeah and yeah i do feel like it's interesting it because sometimes you can look at other people's friendship groups and friendships and be like oh they're so perfect and then there's me with like all of my experiences but and then you look deeper and probably most people have gone through through some form Mm. of friendship whether it's not a breakup but like you know issues highs and lows over friendship exactly (laughs) i feel like it's so normal and yeah it means that you're able to have like true friendship as time goes on i think exactly but yeah join us next week yes (laughs) join us next week for a continuation then part two part two it can only go up exactly it's gonna be even better than this one (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) and we love you very much and follow us on our instagram (laughs) at the master diaries (laughs) yes and also give us five stars on Spotify. If you, if you want to. Yeah. If you want to. Or Apple Podcast. Um, if you don't want to, please don't give us a one star rating though. Yeah, please. that's all we ask. That's all we ask. <laughs> not even as a joke. <laughs> like, it's not funny. <laughs> Nobody's laughing. Yeah. yeah, please. It's not funny. It really isn't funny. But is uh, it funny though? No, it's not funny. Guys, <laughs> on the dialogues with herself. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.